welcome to another week of Building a Rich Life, Home Edition. I'm your host, Rich James. And in today's Rich Life recent events, coronavirus updates. So 1 million deaths worldwide. Um, 1,000 gather to party near Florida State University after Governor DeSantis ends the restrictions. So that just sounds like more COVID to happen. A grand juror sues the release of transcripts in the Breonna Taylor case, and the billionaire president personal tax return cites only $750 was paid in 2016 and 2017. And there's more developing in that story. But I'll tell you, I'm no Trump supporter, but if he can find a way to uh, pay less taxes legally, I'm all for it. And that's just me. Also, I don't know if many of y'all seen the uh, debate last night. Uh, Monty, did you catch out the debate last night? You really want to talk about this? No, I just <laughs> I want to say a little something. <laughs> I'm just asking, did you see it? I did see it. Oh, yeah. Every and, chaotic minute. Yes, and we'll, and we'll leave it at that. It was a <laughs> hot mess. Um, so with that being said, let's get into it. So here on Living a Rich Life talk show, we intend to inform, inspire, and remind each other the importance of living a rich life through six principles. Those principles are good health, strong relationships, financial freedom, goals and achievement, extraordinary experiences, and philanthropy. Today, our special guests will have you eating delicious tacos after exciting yoga and jujitsu class. He is known to provide extraordinary experiences and good health in the realm of restaurants and martial arts. With that being said, let's talk about it. Today's special guest, an amazing rising star chef and martial arts devotee, please welcome community leader and Baltimore's food and drink extraordinaire, Mr. Carlos Riba. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Thank you for having me, man. Absolutely. So first and foremost, did I get the name right? The last name? Yeah, you try. Lala. Yeah. <laughs> Baba. Baba. Yeah. yeah. So Carlos, I'm known to tear up names. No, they are is hard, man. We all struggle with that. Yeah. <laughs> so so first and foremost, um, one of the questions that you know my team put together was tell us where you're from and when did you know you wanted to to be involved in martial arts and in the restaurant business? Wow. Uh well, I'm from uh, Mexico. I'm, um, I was born in Mexico City, but uh, my mom moved my family to Culiacán, Sinaloa, which is on the north part of Mexico. Uh, so for 1983 to uh, my early teenager uh, life, I, I moved to the United States uh, when I was 16 years old as a political refugee. So yeah, I'm 100% I'm, I'm Mexican, I'm born and raised in, in Mexico, Culiacán, Sinaloa, very proud of it. Uh, so that's how that's how we start everything. It was just, uh, my my whole life was started in Mexico. I I came the stories long um, as a refugee through my mom. She 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 was persecuted as a as a reporter. Uh, and how did the what developed first the, the jujitsu or the or the food? Um, I I believe uh, my interest in food it was always natural as okay. my family always was big in food and always either own a restaurant or was involved in the food industry in Mexico. And, and it was a passion developed just by, by looking, looking at my, at my uncles, my grandmother, my mother, 
the person that worked at the house, uh, seen um, how they, they ran a restaurant for five years in Culiacán on the early 80s and how much they enjoyed it and how much um, passion they put into the food. And, and not only that, I think my passion on food started with, with the passion of, of, of enjoying a gathering with good food around it. So, right, right. so that's that's how I started on the food on jujitsu. Started as a angry teenager, man. I was playing, <laughs> yeah, I played football in in in, in their high school. Uh, actually, I played three varsity years, and I wrestled in varsity as well two years. And uh, with the lack of the lack of of sports after after high school, uh, I I fell into jujitsu when I was uh, working and, and looking for something to do. And lifting weights wasn't wasn't for me because it wasn't taking it wasn't taking me the adrenaline that uh, football or the wrestling did. But uh, mm-hmm. when I found jujitsu, it actually um, um, guided my energy to to be a better person and 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 really centralize my energy on the things that I wanted to do in life. Ah, nice, nice. So uh, I know we talked right before because um, I did just come back from Mexico. Yeah, um, <laughs> and I, and I and I will say I've been there before, but this time around was different. Um, I, I went to Tulum first. And again, Tulum, Tulum is, is beautiful. It's, and again, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not the normal touristy spot, which I loved. I engaged with the natives. I mean, my, my guy that picked me up, my driver, he was phenomenal. Right? I, didn't, I didn't even get to check in until I, maybe three hours later because I was like, hey, I need you to take me around. And we did all that, had a good time. Very, 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 very personal, very hospitable. And then I went to Cancun, which was uh, a little different. That's more touristy. I stayed at an actual, you know, all-inclusive resort. Yeah, but it was really, it was really nice. I prefer Tulum. I I really do, because I prefer. Yeah, Tulum is this experience of a small town. Uh, We were talking a little bit before the the interview, but uh, yeah, it's a small town. Beautiful waters, uh, beautiful people, uh, and uh, it's just warm. I mean, I think the Mexican culture as, as a whole is very embracing and, and, and warm. Uh, but yeah, as, as you get bigger, then it gets a little more complicated <laughs> because you have those people that want to make money, and, and, and it's a different mentality on a tourist city as a small town uh, visitor. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I had a blast. I had a blast. So let's, <laughs> let's get back into it. I just had to mention it. I had to mention it. <laughs> That's good, um, yeah. Yeah, so so how did you come up with the names Guardian Baltimore? So um, Guardian Guardian I didn't come up with the name. Guardian started with my, a good friend of mine. So I started jiu-jitsu uh in uh, Rockville, Maryland under uh, Fernando Yamasaki and uh, Mario Yamasaki, um referees of the UFC both of them uh big names into the jiu-jitsu family. Uh they came back in um in the 70s to uh, to open one of the first schools in the Rockville area. And my friend Ben uh, was working on Twitter, and um, he was he was in California, and he was talking to one one of his friends, uh, rolling on the maps uh, about his kids. Just mm-hmm. I don't know where. Hey, uh, you kids, you have two kids, so they do jujitsu. And the guy was a lawyer making six figures. He was like, "Oh man, you're crazy! If 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 I have myself and my two kids doing jujitsu, that would be a thousand a thousand dollars a month that I have to pay for." The, the four of us to do jiu-jitsu. And my friend was, Ben was uh, like, hold up, man. Uh, how could you not afford that? Right. And, 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 and what about the, the, the regular kids in Oakland? So, so he decided to quit 
um, an open uh, Guardian Oakland uh, five, six years ago now. Uh, so he quit his job, uh, found a place, and started from zero to provide free classes, free boxing, and free jiu-jitsu to city kids uh, without asking questions, just making sure that they were welcome and they had a place to be, a place to be safe. And they also embraced something that we were so passionate about because we not only like jiu-jitsu, but it's a, it's a style of life. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a gathering. It's a, some people say it's, it's, it's like a religion or a cult. It's, it's, it's <laughs> uh, I've been doing it. I've been doing it uh, 13 years now. And, okay. and, and my, my, my family knows so. my the friends that I have through jiu-jitsu, the friends, they became like brothers. And, and the whole, the whole movement of jiu-jitsu is what uh, Ben Kolek and myself want to share to the people because this is what has helped me to come here. Not only my, of course, my life, uh, my, my, my family, my mm-hmm. uprisings, but through the, all that 13 years was, were practicing jiu-jitsu three or four times. And that gave me a, a mentality, gave me tools that helped me to develop to the person that I am right now. So, okay. so, so that's how he came. He decided he quit, he quit uh, his job. And he founded uh, Jiu-Jitsu uh, Guardian, Guardian Oakland in, in, in Oakland, uh, California. Um, he had it for about five years. And now I was visiting him. And I know that Baltimore, when I came to Baltimore, when I opened Clavel uh, six years ago, I knew that Baltimore needed something like this. I have always been big into mentoring because uh, my, my dad uh, uh, passed away on, on um, the year that I was born, 1983. And my mom never remarried. But I always have uh, strong uh, men and female figures that resemble a father. Okay, right. so it was very important for me, and I know the lack of that more in the cities as Baltimore and as Oakland. You have houses where you have kids. Uh, it doesn't matter if you, you're talking about uh, a parent with uh, with 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 addictions or just mm-hmm. a parent with with trying to make it. Uh, through life, uh, feeding uh, three kids and, and paying a rent. Right now, um, the cost of living is extremely high through the wages that we live into. We all know that. I don't want to get into that drama because we all know it because it's very heavily on the other side. So, so there is the lack of, 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 of sometimes you will say the older person or a mentor for those kids that, that they come home to an empty house. And what better place to have than a safe place and, and, and a place that they can take out all the energy instead, right. of taking it, instead of taking it on the on the streets, man. It's, 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 that's, that was the whole purpose of Guardian. That's the whole purpose of Guardian. Nice, nice. So there's Guardian Oakland and now there's Guardian Baltimore. Totally separated identities. If you, if the, the money in Baltimore stays in Baltimore, the money mm-hmm. in Oakland stays in Oakland. But yes, me and Ben Kovac have mm-hmm. the same vision. We have the same concept. We want to help kids. We believe that every kid in America should be able to do a martial art and more jiu-jitsu because we know what jiu-jitsu does for, for the mind, for the body, and, and it's extremely good for our community. Right, right. That's a beautiful thing. I, I, I like that. I, I do know, you know, it's been a while since I've, I've seen you or, or we actually talked up until today, but um, I know what's going on. I, I know what's going on with you. Yeah. I know what's going on with Jason, yeah. uh, the, the rest of the fellas, the you know, creamery, all that good stuff. How did you come up with the name Bar Clavel? Um, well, Clavel, well, Clavel, it was, it was a, a, a gathering of ideas of, 
of Lane, Matthew, myself, and, and, and Claudia. And 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 uh, first we were gonna, uh, I, I know Lane liked uh, Amado Nervo, which is some uh, Mexican poet, uh, mm-hmm. but it was way too. Sometimes people could struggle with uh, Clavel. You might just think about if it was an Amado Nervo, people will not know how to call it. <laughs> so, so there was a, 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 a big ranch in, in, in Mexico called Los Claveles. And, and I remember it was famous in Mexico. And I like the name. Uh, also, a clavel is, is one of the, it's a Mexican flower. Uh, and it's the first known edible flower to man. So it's a proper name. It was it was catchy, simple. Uh, if you look at a clavel, this is a simple flower that comes in, in in three or four different colors: a beautiful pink, red, white. Most of the time we see it, and and it's it's very Mexican and simple and and, and unique. So uh-huh. sometimes you don't appreciate simplicity as much as it is uh, of beautiful. You know what I'm saying? You have a clavel. Right. It's, so so it's like ah, it's just a regular flower. No, this is a beautiful flower as well too. So okay. that's, we try to do something something like that to the building, to the name, to to what do we do here? Well, I, I, I will say this. I've been there. The the food is delicious. Thank the you. drinks are, are even better. So there's there's Thank nothing you. simple about this restaurant, though. Uh, for those that's watching and listening, uh, Bar Clavel is an excellent restaurant. And um, they are open during this yes. time, right? Yes, we are. So, yeah, we are open for, uh, for carry out and uh, outside seating. Uh, we do carry out uh, Tuesdays to uh, to Saturdays, and then we do sit down 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, Tuesdays to Saturdays as well too. You can come, you can go to the to the website. The website we have all the information, Instagram as well, barclavel.com and barclavel and Instagram. You can have all the information, and 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 it's a it's, it's a beautiful evening spending outside Clavel right now because it's a, Remington has a beautiful sunsets and and we are lucky that it's right in front of, of clavel and there's no buildings and they block the beautiful sun so, so it's a good place to chill and, and, and have a drink thank you you know what i haven't been there in a while i'm coming this friday <laughs> yes Outside. please, please. Four, four, four to ten i'm gonna bring some people with me J- jason will tell you i'm big on bringing folks <laughs> um so again we were talking to carlos raba <laughs> you got it <laughs> and um, yeah. we're talking all things Guardian Baltimore and Bar Clavel, excellent restaurant. Um, so where did you get the inspiration to conduct business from two totally different industries? I mean, that's, you know, we're all about inspiring folks. And I know that's a lot. Two um, different industries. Talk to me, Carlos. Well, uh, two different passions. I'm very passionate about both. I believe that I have uh, my family legacy and my legacy as Rome. Uh, I will say my family legacy is my food, and I will say my own legacy will be the jiu-jitsu and, and, and the legacy that I reflect to my kid uh, through jiu-jitsu. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I want to be the, the person that, that, that I leave not, not only money, but a good foundation for my kid and for the ones that surround me. I want, I want my kid to be 16-year-olds and, and probably uh, walking on Brook Hill and somebody approaching, hey, that was Carlos, and thanks to him, I found jiu-jitsu, and, and I have done it for 15 years. That's, that's moving. Or, or going to a restaurant. The other time I was in, uh, in, uh, in the avenue in Camden, and Nakin yeah. came up to me, hey, Mr. Carlos, and, and he was a kid that I met three or four years ago, not through Guardian, but outside Lavelle, mm-hmm. and I taught him how to skateboard just because I had time at the time, and, and I was doing it for him. And those are the things that I believe is important for me as a person. But it's also important the the things that uprise me to who I am, mm-hmm. and the things that my family taught me: the cooking, 
the passion for cooking, the passion for gathering, the passion for helping people also. My grandmother always was big into, into helping not only kids, but families. My grandfather was a, was a man that didn't charge for 15 years to people that didn't have money. He was a doctor. So oh, my family gave me great values, and, and I think the best way to honor them is passing the values along and, and making sure that people like you are interested in asking me where those values come from, where does passion come from, and then that's when I tell you a story of my grandfather, my mom, my brother, my, my, the people who surround me that, that inspired this and gave me the fuel to, to do and the energy to do everything that I'm doing. <laughs> right, so, <yeah>. right. <laughs> I, I say, I tell you, boy, between the social media and just, you know, the few times I've hung out with you guys, the energy is always good. I, I got to tell you that. The energy is always you, good. You have to surround yourself, man, with, with positive energy. Absolutely. Um, I'm, big into, I'm big into energies and I'm big into believing that, that surround yourself with the right people the right energies, you just bring the best of you. Yeah, yeah I, I agree, I agree. You know, your, your story is a little different than mine, but um, at the end of the day, it's still a good story. We're getting <laughs> in the same, same path. Yeah, yes. Yeah, um, how, how did the pandemic affect your business? Um, ah. And what does the next six months look like for, the, for future events? Ah. Well, the pandemic, how did it affect? It affect everybody. You know, it not only how it affected the business, but how it affected myself as a person and my 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 household and how mm -hmm. that affect my energy and and how I was able to to channel it I will say because you have to think about it when 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 humans and people are, are put in 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 times that is hard that you're not accustomed to it which a pandemic I have never lived through one you you haven't so it was something new for everybody but um but but it was hard and challenging. Uh, and, and again, surrounding yourself with positive people, uh, uh, knowing and, and listening and seeing what other people are doing and, and sitting down with people and chatting with your business partner, with your friends to guide the people that you have, not under, but working with you. It's a vessel. Okay. I'm, I'm like, I tell most of, of, of the people that work with me, you have a bike and, and you are, uh, you could be the the, the front wheel, the back wheel, the seat, but every single the screw, every single wire plays a role into the function of the bike. You know what I'm saying? So you need to make sure that you're passing the, the, the information, uh, the ideas, making sure that you you also hear and, 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 and make sure that the business survives to be able to take care of the people in the community. Me and Lane believe, believe strongly that the restaurants there's not only a place of food this is a place that should embrace the community and help the people the community around them where it's established um, i think um that's our mentality since we started and and COVID brought it more to us of how much of important it is not only be be in line with with the community but also being a part and being uh, a strong pillar for the community because you're talking about favel that we started with 20 employees and now when COVID hit us, we were close to 60 employees. Right. So, so, so it plays a high role into the community because we hire most of the people that work for us live around here and mm -hmm. they are part of the community of Baltimore. So yeah, how do we, how do we uh, pivot from there? It's, it's every day a different business. Every day looking at mm -hmm. what's going on, not being the first one to make a decision based on, on information through, through media because right now media is all over the place. So really paying attention to what's going on, how people feel, um, 
uh, what's good for the business and, and, and making sure that you're ready for the next step. Your, your other question was, what do you see on the next six months? I really don't, don't, don't look that far, man. I, okay. I, I cannot be looking as a, as a business owner six months. I, I see Clavel five, six years from now still, but six, six months from now, it's going to be open. And, and I don't know what's coming because you don't know if we're going to be shut down in two months. We don't want to be shut down on, on two months. Maybe we have 100% capacity in three months. I don't really know, but mm-hmm. I'm telling you on the meetings that I have weekly, we talk about it. Even if it's ugly, we have to sit down and we have to have plans, even if they tough conversations or just conversations that we need to have, you need to have it because right. even if it doesn't come, you need to be ready for what's coming. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's one of the things I said when it comes to the restaurant industry and the entertainment industry in certain aspects. I mean, I'm, I'm no promoter. I'm just a radio host. So we, you know, we're able to still do things online. You, you know, we, we found that a lot of folks now are coming into our lane, um, you know, CNN yes. and NBC and all that other good stuff. So I, I definitely understand and, when it comes to restaurants. And the whole concept on, on, on restaurants changed. I mean, um, yeah. there was a time that, that we changed the whole concept. We were from uh, come and sit down to come and pick up on right. overnight. We closed only one day. We closed my, March uh uh, March 17th, I think it was a Monday. On Tuesday, we, we changed the whole system lane, myself and, and the team in Clavel. Uh, so you're talking about how difficult it's not only for, for the people working here, for us, uh, nonstop thinking, nonstop um, uh, questioning, we'll say, because questioning is always good. How is it going to work? But it's always the question to the future to see if it works, it's not going to work. Right, so right. first yeah. challenging. And I, and I will say, uh, again, that the service has always been good the times that I've gone. So that's, that's kudos to, to you and kudos to your staff for always providing a excellent that's, service. That's, that's, so with services and Joey, uh, we embrace people that work here and, and we want people to enjoy working here. And like the same thing that I started telling you, if I'm good with myself and the energy that I'm providing, and the people working here enjoy Club L. They believe what are what are we up for, mm-hmm. and they enjoy the people and the food, and 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 they believe our 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 beliefs. They're gonna enjoy. They're gonna give you good service, man. And I think that's that's something that Club L does. Uh, uh, people that work here enjoy working here, and and they want you to be a part and experience the the our passions because I know everybody that works here is passionate about what we do. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So let's shift gears a little. Um, Guardian Baltimore. Right. So there's a quote, um, a place that will nurture our community through our passion for jujitsu, yoga and kickboxing. Tell us how you plan to accomplish this goal. So this goal, what I want to accomplish is I want to accomplish to take kids off the streets right now. Mm -hmm. I want to accomplish. How do I want to accomplish this? By providing free training for them, a free place to be. Uh, they either can do yoga or jiu-jitsu. Uh, before the pandemic, we had uh, classes for kids from uh, from 6 to 10 and from 11 to 17. And uh, we were start- starting pretty strong. Also, I'm talking to uh, the, the, the district attorney's office to actually get to, to, to help kids that they really into the programs that they just take them to a library and they let me sit down instead of going there come and do jiu-jitsu. So the whole purpose of this is to get kids busy, get, it, get them out, get them a train jiu-jitsu, knowing that, uh, that jiu-jitsu will give them the fundamentals that, that some of the kids' kids 
need and they lack at home because a high percentage of kids don't have a, a either a father figure or a mother figure at home or none of them they've been raised by 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 grandparents and sometimes they've been raised by themselves man i i can i i can i can see it um um even kids that came to through clavel that they the, the brother make sure that the brothers do the homework and instead of coming to clavel they can all train and do the homework at clavel mm. or at, 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 at guardian sorry so so the whole purpose is 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 mentoring but without the mentoring big and brother situation when you have i don't know if you ever did the big the big brother and uh program when when you go and 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 try to take the kid to a movie try to take him the kid to a park try to take the kid to to do something with him that you pick him up clavel or oh, a guardian has the same interest mm -hmm. so the kid comes to do jiu-jitsu yoga the adult is there doing jiu-jitsu or yoga your membership as an adult is sponsoring the kid and it's tax deductible. So it's a win-win situation, not only for the person who's, who has a, a subscription mm -hmm. to do jiu-jitsu or yoga, it's paying for the kid, and they both, you could be a mentor or not be a mentor. Some people don't, don't, don't actually want to have the interaction with the kid, but they want to still help the kid and see what they do. Guardian is a place that you can do that. Guardian okay. is a place that you can come, see the, kid see the kids train, and you can train yourself a martial art that I think is, is I know it is one of the best martial artists for self-defense and, and, and awareness, awareness of your body, awareness of your mind, uh, uh, tuning in with your mind-body relation is, is, is extremely important. Yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah, uh, you mentioned a few things there, again, the mentors. Tell us one of the best experiences you've had while assisting or teaching a student that inspires you. Like maybe they did a move, they got to move real quick or something. There were there has been the specifics. There's, there's been a lot uh, because I've been involved in jiu-jitsu for a long time. Uh, but in in terms of of teaching and mentoring, um, I had a kid that it started with me in Guardian, and I opened Guardian only for two months. And he was an older kid. He was uh, he's 17, and he is the older brother of two kids. Okay. He was helping the single mother to take care of the youngest kids for the longest. So the kid never had uh, extracurricular activities. Mm -hmm. uh, he was extremely, he was probably, he's six feet, overweight, uh, never exercised, uh, shy. Uh, on two months, the kid lost weight, gained confidence, and the way that his physical communication through older people or people that are, that are uh, older than him, he totally changed. And, and he came to me, he was like, Mr. Carlos, I didn't, I didn't know stuff like this happened. I love it. And when COVID came, it was, it was heartbreaking uh, sending kids home and say like, oh, so we don't want to come? No, man, I'm sorry. You, what, what are you going to do? Yeah. I don't really know, but I will be here at some point. But it's, it's that change that you do and, and you see it on kids' eyes, man. When you when you have a kid that goes home and, and nobody's suspecting him, and then he comes to a place that you even ask him simple questions: How was the school? Anything I can help you with? Ready to train? Are you how you feeling? It makes a world of difference, man. If you do that, he comes twice a week, and you do it for three years, you're gonna change that kid's life. Absolutely, absolutely. I believe that you gotta you gotta catch him young. The younger the better. Yes, the sir. The 
Yes, yes sir. Younger it is. It is true. So, so Guardian right now is due to the current status is is closed. Oh uh, no, uh, we opening. Uh, actually, we opening this week. Uh, we okay. actually uh, uh, a lot of uh, schools. Have opened. I have. I have uh, um, visited a lot of schools to see the procedures that, that they're doing, and I now is the time that I feel comfortable to have classes for adults and older kids. Right now, I'm, I'm holding um, classes for kids 13 to 17 years old uh, because I actually I'm in a mission to to pack my 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 gym with kids instead of going to, after going squeegee. You can mm -hmm. come here. So yeah. I've been. Anybody that you know, anybody that is listening, uh, please visit guardianbaltimore.org. Uh, 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 visit our Instagram. Uh, bring our kids. We provide uniforms, okay? We don't ask for anything. Uh, if they minors, the, the, the parent or the mentor has to, has to sign um, uh, some forms. But other than that, I will give them everything. Uh, uh, we have water. I'm trying to feed the kids um, uh, through Clavel. Um, so it's, it's a whole community thing, man. Like I told you, uh, we, have, we believe on, on, on building in the community. Uh, mm -hmm. My business partners have built into the community. We, I'm trying to build the community too, not only onto the restaurant ways, but other ways that, that there is different and it shows different passions that we have. Nice, nice. I, I knew this was going to be a good conversation, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. Good. I knew yeah. it was good. And we, we not even halfway there, so let's, let's keep it going. So I know for me, some days, um, you know, and, and Monty, he usually pushes me. Some other members of my team, they push me. But some days, I just don't want to get in front of the camera. I just don't <laughs> want to, right? So yeah. I, need that, I need that encouragement, and I try to encourage myself and say, hey, Hopefully I'm inspiring and, and, and reminding and, and, and all that good stuff so that someone's motivated. How do you encourage yourself to stay motivated after, you know, whether it's a strenuous workout or whatever the case is? How do you keep yourself encouraged and motivated? So, I mean, I don't know, like to you, I have, I have down days. I have mm -hmm. days that I doubt myself. Okay. I have days that, uh, that, I, that I feel unaccomplished. Uh, but I also have days that I feel very accomplished and, and satisfied of what I do. But it's always uh, keeping my head up, um, uh, knowing that what I do, I do with, uh, with, with my heart, with my passion. Like I told you, I'm a very passionate person. Mm -hmm. If I believe in something, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do it to the best of my abilities. Um, I'm, um, I'm very strict to myself, and I'm very hard on myself sometimes. And, and, and always, like, I repeat myself, you have to surround yourself with, with the people that, that are good for you. I surround myself uh, with people right. that care about me and know me and know what I need. Um, right. having, a, having a partner in your life that understands uh, how you are and what you need is extremely important. My wife, Claudia, does that. Uh, she knows when I need jujitsu. She knows when I need, uh, when I need my, my room. She knows when, when, when I have... Uh, ideas in my mind that I need something else that is to stay at home or something else that the that, that Clavel or Guardian it is or or it's very important to have a balance in, in, in life. So I try to have a balance in life. Sometimes it's hard, but I think having a, a balance in life and staying focused to your passion and what you want to do and how you want to project yourself to other people and your idea uh, is very important. And, and and that's the whole thing of, a, like we, we say, a legacy. I, I really really uh, wanna wanna have a good legacy because my father 
Uh, my dad got murdered in 1983. I did not meet my father. Uh, my father was presented to me in pictures, but his legacy lived through memories, through my grandmother, through my mom, through through my uncles, through the six years that he lived with my with my brother. And, and that extent of time is very important for him. And, and what he did, he left a legacy to him. So, so that's the same thing for me. That was keeps me going, keeps me motivated, uh, keeps me getting nap. Uh, uh, sometimes when I train and, and my professor kicks my ass and, and uh, descends the junior. And, and I'm telling you, man, he's 144 pounds and, and he runs over me. I don't want to do jiu-jitsu sometimes. And he looks at me and he's like, come on, man, it's, we have bad days, we have good days, and, and, and just keep going. Surround right. yourself with people to push you. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 definitely important. I, I don't have a significant other, but I do have folks that that push me. My my youngest daughter, she keeps me motivated. She's a reason, a main reason for some of the changes in in, in my life. If, so yeah, even uh, if even if it's not a, 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 a it's not only my my wife, but also Lane and I, my my business partner, right. well, we're yeah. extremely hard to each other. I think one of the the hardest critiques that we have is each other, and and we are open to hard conversations and pushing each other. If, if, if she doesn't push me uh, to have the, the same vision that we come and, and to, be, um, to be more creative and, mm-hmm. and, and, and be able to evolve as a business, who's gonna challenge you? You know right. what I'm saying? I think that's a, a really, really important part of Clavel is that the challenge of, 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 of not only me and Lane, but uh, Lane with the team and me with the team and, and me with the kitchen team uh um i'm, I'm pretty i'm not stubborn I'm, I'm a pretty friendly guy but i'm straightforward to tell you what i like and how it should, should be done and and that keeps you going and in in, in and it's the whole thing is of, of of being being a leader i mean i think on the times that we face right now is something that we lack in uh we saw it last night it's just, it's just like you don't see leadership um having a debate like like they have i don't want to get political but on the team, it reflects everything. Like right now, everything reflects in, 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 in leadership. Every reflects. If you have a restaurant, if you have a bar, if you have a, a gym, if you have a, anything that you have that you lead in, is going to reflect on how you are and how yeah. you lead in those people. Yeah, my, my, my executive director, she always tells me about leadership. She always tells me about it. <laughs> yeah, man, I was... Um, I was I was pounded uh, uh, with with leadership on on early work life with Whole Foods. They were big into leadership. They were big into they wouldn't they wouldn't call you a, a store manager. They would mm-hmm. call you a team leader uh, or a store leader. You know what I'm saying? So it was right. and, and it was a lot of education through that. But but yeah, man, it's it's it's, it's all about leadership and, and and how you project yourself. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes I don't do it right, but. But it's, it's, it's sometimes be able to say, yeah, I'm sorry, I messed it up. Or like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, 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 it's kind of uh, hard to. Sometimes, yeah, that, that it is, that it is. Yeah. All right, we're going to shift gears one more time again, talking about Bar Clavel. Um, so tell us about the amazing menu. Folks heard me say how good the food is, how good the service is. Tell us about the amazing menu and how you came up with the, the Mezcal tasting room idea. Well, the, the menu, the, the food menu is just an inspiration of my life, an inspiration of how I see, uh, um, I have always believed that, that, that 
Food is very important because it's built through memories. Um, everybody will will remember where they had the best meal of their lives and with whom. Mm. Okay, they yeah. always will remember that, and it's, it's something that is always it's always it's always been in my, in my memories, memories of, of ceviches, uh, uh, the memories of tortas de cochinita from from one of my aunts. Uh, so all that and 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 the challenge to become better chef and to become a better establishment and, and pushing myself has evolved through the six years and, and, and brought the, the menu to what it is now. Um, and the, and, and the mezcal tasting is through Lane's passion to, to mezcal. I mean, she, she was the first and only one that brought mezcal to Baltimore. That is mm-hmm. true. Five years ago, nobody knew about mezcal. Six years ago, nobody knew about mezcal in, in, in Baltimore. She went to Oaxaca and brought a bottle and started serving it on, on WC Harlan to everybody that walked in for free because she was passionate about the spirit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and the serving, the tasting uh, bar came as, a, as an idea of, of, of Lane and I of, because we take the team to Oaxaca every year to tasting bars to, to get experience, to, to know what we're selling, to get passionate about what we're selling, why are we selling, why are we selecting the, the mezcal that we're selecting, why why the the we supporting the growers that we're supporting or the or the te- techniques that they have and they become passionate. And the best thing to do was to bring that passion to Baltimore and, and educate the people yeah. of what are they drinking and why is it so beautiful the, right. the the spirit of mezcal you know what i'm saying right 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 yeah. that was one of, one of the things and and you have a extremely talented bartender uh dre on the on the bar that he's extremely passionate about bartending and extremely passionate about mezcal and and he actually enjoys teaching you about 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 mezcal about the origins of mezcal uh, uh about the process of making mezcal about mm-hmm. the different uh types of plants so, so it's, 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 again, a reflection of passion, a reflection of, of challenging our team, a reflection of, of, of mentoring and educating the public to, to see the beauty of not only, not only just Mezcal, but the beauty of my country and the beauty of Mexico and, and its cuisine and, and, and its people, too, because it's, right. a, it's, it's, a whole, it's a whole thing that ties together at, at the end. Correct. Yes, yeah, it's a comparison, it, connection, connection. Yeah, and, and I think that's what that's the whole beauty of of when when people used to come and sit down in Clavel, they used to come and, and enjoy the drinks, enjoy the food, enjoy the atmosphere, enjoy the servers, enjoy the people who are who bring you the food, the people who's making you the food because you see them too. The people who who is in the line, you will not see me there because I believe sometimes that that, that when I come to the night is I bring a little bit of of uh, nervousism. Or people can my line cannot be the same. They develop their own their own styles and their own and their own um, I would say uh, styles of, of 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 working the line and 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 that's the beauty of Clavel. That that you right. come and you see different bartenders, different people in the kitchen, different servers. Every single one is unique and and, and is the beauty of of this building. Yeah, everyone's unique, and you still get that outstanding service. Yeah, yeah. Outstanding food. You know yeah. that. That doesn't, and, and I'm going to say this live, that doesn't always happen. I've been to some restaurants where you can tell that the cook has changed. That's, so, yeah, yeah that's, that's the one thing yeah. you do get there. Uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's extremely important for an industry to, 
standards. It's, uh, it's standards on freshness, standards on, on, on food quality, standards on, on, on your people. It's, it's all about your people, man. It's all about the, well, the, the, the systems that you have, the systems that you implemented to your restaurant, uh, um, and, and, and your people and how, how you present them your product to them so they can present it to the public because they are your, the, the first line of, of attack your servers, your cooks, because you don't see me, you don't see Lane, you see our servers, you see our kitchen, so they need to understand us to be able to be passionate to serve you what we want to serve you. Exactly. Question for you. What's your favorite drink and entree at Clavel? Aguachila uh, Verde, and I will have a beer, and I'm a mezcal. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a beer guy, and I'm a mezcal guy. I will, I will have a Pacifico, and I will have a Buol mezcal, or I will have a pastilla, uh, but uh, uh, and I will have an aguachile. I love our ceviches. Um, when I feel hungry, I have a. Uh, I always, when I feel hungry, I have a quesadilla, a ceviche, and a taco, and a beer okay. and a mezcal. When I used to come and sit and, and, and eat here, but uh, right now I'm, I'm I'm in a burrito fever, man. We have burritos <laughs> now, and, they, and they're really good. It's funny because when we open Clavel. I, t I said that I wasn't, I wasn't going to serve chicken, okay? okay? I didn't last long because I served chicken on the second year. Mm -hmm. And then I said I was never going to do a burrito. And then the pandemic came and we did the whole 360 burrito because the, we closed the restaurant and I was like, God, what are we going to do? I don't, think, I don't think a taco travels well. I think mm -hmm. if you take a taco to go, you're going to go home. It's hard to warm up. Mm -hmm. It's soggy. Yep. And you cannot eat. It's not the same experience of having a taco here. So I was like, what can I give you value? Why can you leave in the refrigerator and warm up again? What can fill you up? You right. know when you're at home right now, people were sad. People were, it's like sitting down and having a tub of ice cream for me. It's like sitting down and eating a burrito. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, like, right, right. you sit down like, you know what? I'm going to take a nap and I'm going to be happy. Right, but right. That was a lot of, uh, one of the questions of like, how did you think? He was thinking, how, could, how can we... How can we come? Because you're not coming to my establishment. How can I go to your house and give you the smile that you had in my establishment by eating my food and drinking our and drinking the drink with right. a quart of margaritas and a burrito? Trust me, you were gonna have a couple of good days. Okay. You <laughs> <laughs> said so, yeah. a couple of a couple of good days. Uh, yeah, a quart a quart of margaritas, seven margaritas. Right. So don't finish in one <laughs> night. Okay. So, <laughs> so yeah. Oh goodness, that's funny. That's funny. So we, we talked about the food, we talked about the drinks, um, and again, I think people really are, are, are the, the deciding factors when it comes to, to restaurants and especially a customer service. So how did you choose your team to represent Clavel, um, and how did you maintain positive experiences during this, this COVID-19? Uh, how did we... Well, how do we choose our team? Uh, most of the people that, that work for me in the kitchen and on... on, on on the front of the house, either some of our customers or people that started with me since the beginning. Uh, most of my kitchen has been since, since day one. Mm -hmm. and, and as we go, I, I'm big into developing. I'm big into starting just a dishwasher and teaching you everything until you become my butcher or you become one of my cooks. Uh, the same thing with the people in, la uh, um, in the line. Start slow and if you can run the line in two, three years, it's, it's, it's one of my biggest um, gratitudes and I, I, I enjoy seeing people doing better for themselves. And most of the front of the house, because people, either customers or, or friends of, of, 
of uh, of a person who worked here and, and again shared the vision, shared the passion, and actually they were striving to to be a part of the team. Uh, so so yes, um, that's that's most of the time how how we we choose them is they choose us and then we don't go and choose them. They come and and, and we have most of the time uh, our manager Carolyn and and Lane choose the front of the house where on the back of the house is, is, is most of my my ability and 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 what I do on those but yeah so, it's 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 careful it's 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 hard hiring man too yeah, and also yeah. it's hard it's hard on these times to hire right. um, yeah I, I I agree I agree so let's let's talk about because you mentioned some terms there I again my team did some research so I, <laughs> I went and looked crazy so I know about the front of the house, the back of the house, on the line. Can we share for those that are watching that don't really know what those terms mean? So in the front of the house, you have your servers, you have your your, your manager, you have your bartenders, you have your hostess. Uh, the back of the house, you're going to have your dishwasher, you're going to have your line people actually serving you the food, making the tortillas, prepping, cutting your cucumbers, uh, butchering meat. We butcher fish, lamb cows here so i have a whole team of of, of, of butchers with, and i have a whole team of cooks and also people that make salsa got every everything that is in your plate from the cucumber to the tomato is being touched multiple times to make sure that is the right uh temperature there is the right uh ripeness as a fruit or as a vegetable uh that is that if you seafood is he has the right process, he has the right smell, he has the right texture, he has the right temperature. So all those positions uh, have to do with coming to your table without one front of the house, back of the house. It's, it just doesn't work, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. It's a whole system. And through the COVID thing, it's just, it's just been so eye-opening in, be, between the difference of, of back of the house, front of the house, communication, pace, cultures is 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 people i don't see it as a positive thing don't get me wrong the pandemic okay it's something extremely negative it's something that is devastating to families is devastating to 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 humanity to communities but but it makes us stronger it's it's it's, we develop um techniques we see ourselves we can self-analyze our business we can self-analyze ourselves and become a better uh, person and become a better uh, actually prototype or of of yourself and that's what are we looking for i i, I believe i really strongly believe that clavel will be a better restaurant coming out of pandemic and and i believe uh, guardian will come stronger out of the pandemic as well too so right. no this is this is bad there are bad times but during the toughest times is, is when you learn the most. I, I, I agree. Through challenging times, you, you, you can either step up or, you know, you're going to step away, right? So I, I think yeah, yes. Yeah. And, and it is the whole, the, whole, the, whole, the whole way of thinking, of thinking. A lot of people say, yeah, this, this is tough times. I'm going to become better. But are you actually doing something different than you were? Are you actually challenging yourself to do a, to be a better person are you actually looking at yourself as a as a person and as a human or as a professional or as a husband as, as whatever you do are you really paying attention to what you're doing and how different you are from six months ago i mean that's those are the the, the real questions that, that you want to get into yourself and i right. ask myself when i drive or when i wake up like am i really doing what my goal is 
So, mm, but yeah, right. yeah, absolutely. Tell us, tell us what pet peeves does does Carlos have? Any pet peeves? Wow. <laughs> Wow. Yes, I, I I have a lot of them. I mean, I'm I like a clean kitchen. Right? I hate dirty floors. Uh-huh. I hate dirty stainless steel. Uh, I'm a non-dated stuff. If you come to my cooler and I and it's a container with a, without a denomination and a date, uh-huh. I, I I lose it. <laughs> uh, 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 I uh, I'm very Yes, man. I'm, I'm very into into having it the way that I that I teach or the way that I that mm-hmm. I believe is right because because well I think is is right. That's why I'm teaching you the methods to do it. But I have to follow up and and make sure that you do. And so it's um it's an organic uh, system. Right. So yeah, for example, dates or, or or stuff that I ask him to do or measurements or or following a recipe. Those are pepits of you. If you don't follow it one time, I teach you two times, I teach you three times, first strike, and homie, please learn. I teach you again, I smile at you. I'm a very um, uh, patient guy sometimes, but but yeah, that's one of my peppies. People that not following systems, it's, it's, I think, it's just, it's just, it's just. It keeps you going, me. right? Because that's it what keeps things off. going. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can tell I'm like, I'm like, yeah, it pisses me off. So. Oh, so, yeah. and, it, and it's hard for me too, man, because sometimes I'm wrong. And right, that, right, right. That's when it comes the, the worst. When you tend to tell them, you tell them, yeah, you do it, and they like, oh no, 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 and then they write like, yeah, you're right, man. I was wrong. We gotta change it. So, so yeah. Okay, okay. That's that's funny. That's funny. One question I always like to ask: um, superpowers. I think everyone has a superpower. Um, what what is what is your superpower? And I'll I'll help you out here. I'll go first. So I think my superpower is connecting people. Connecting okay. good people um, that can help each other. I've, I've discovered I know how to put good folks around each other, have a good time, whether it's business, personal. That's that's my superpower, connecting folks. Um, I would think my superpower is, is, is making people smile. Okay. I, uh, not only through through food, but but sometimes through my personality. I'm a, I'm a person that I enjoy seeing people smile. And I enjoy and I enjoy giving uh, people, I would say, happiness and, and 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 a good time. I mean, you see it through you see it through my my circle of friends. I I always enjoy a good hug and and, and telling people that I care for them uh, because I'm a pretty lovable person. Uh, I mean, I don't say it to a lot of people, but I do enjoy uh, making people happy. Yes. All right, that's 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 what's up. I I love choking people too, and and uh, trust me, and and doing jujitsu, but I think. Giving people happiness, I think, is, uh, is my 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 superpower. Okay. Um, so someone asked the question: What was the last thing someone said to you that was truly profound? Profound in terms of of me being offended. Um, or not, I or, guess just I guess anything that you were able to say. Hey, uh, aha moment. That's what I'll take from that. Uh, was the last thing someone said to you that was truly profound? An aha moment. An aha moment. Aha moment. Uh, I someone, was, uh, someone told me, I was like, oh, well, you know, and it was just probably with them. I had to be more consistent. So I was like, ah, oh, uh, yeah, probably with you. <laughs> with, I think uh, uh, with me, this is being able to channel my energy and, 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 and uh, a person um, 
sat me down and, 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 and actually was my professor that uh, uh, sometimes my face doesn't, doesn't help me. I'm very mm -hmm. expressional style. So uh -huh. sometimes, yes, sometimes I, I look angry. So It's so, written all over your face. <laughs> yes, so, and it doesn't help. I have cauliflower ear, crooked nose, and like, it does not help the whole, the whole communication. But sometimes I'm trying to learn to listen. Uh, uh, sometimes uh, being able to receive feedback and, and, and going home and, and sitting down. Uh, on the feedback and reflecting on it is something I did not do. But so when when somebody told me that, I, I think it was hard for me, uh, mm. uh, knowing that 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 I was, it was very hard for me to talk because I was so I would say alpha or so so because I'm passionate. Um, when I come to talk about food or talk about jiu-jitsu, I'm very passionate. So sometimes right. it could be aggressive, and some people cannot express themselves to you because my energy. So channeling my energy, uh, I think is it was that was my aha moment when 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 somebody told me that it was very close to me that uh, learned to listen uh, um, because sometimes it could be intimidating and that person that intimidated could have a great idea for me. So so I'm learning to that. I'm not a hundred percent there yet, but it's something that I've been working on the next the past five years. So. Okay. Okay. Uh, someone says, what is, what is your one thing that you would change to improve your world or the world at large? Well, first, <laughs> have more kids doing jujitsu because more that kids. would be amazing. But, okay. And right but, now, you got 13 to 17. So we'll, we're going to let you share that information yeah. before we close out. But 13 so, to 17, right? So yeah, something that I will do myself for the world. Yeah, uh, what one thing you would change to improve? What 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 change to? I think I think the people I think uh, people the people who who lead us. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, uh, get out and vote. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be a politician guy, but but I think the reflection of the the reflection of the United States is not for the people the lead us right now. I think gotcha. I think I will change I will change that. I think I'm in love with this country because because. I live in Mexico 16 years. I have been living here 22, and it's a beautiful country with beautiful cultures. And and I think the the whole mixture of people, races, ethnicities, it makes it beautiful. And I think it should be reflected in our government as well. And it's not. And 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 I think I embrace that. And I think it's something that I will change. I will change communication. I will change solidarity between the people and actually understanding. Okay. And I think. I, I, I don't understand, but I think jiu-jitsu helps you a lot uh, being able to to act into panic modes, uh, act in, in, in ways when you have a lot of pressure and express yourself. Okay. So let's talk about that. I mean, um, the, the martial arts piece, because my, my uncle, uh, he rests in peace. Uh, he was a fifth-degree black belt in karate. Uh, he, he fought Chuck Norris. He fought mm -hmm. Bruce Lee, uh, Jim Kelly, <laughs> all, all these folks before they came famous. So, you know, so let's, let's, let's be clear there. Um, he used to say, I used to say, can I get that trophy tro trophy about this high? He'd be like, sure, you have to fight me for it. <laughs> uh, so, so, I mean, jiu-jitsu is the only martial arts that allows you to do it 100%. Mm -hmm. I can go and I'm gonna go and train at seven and I can go and, 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 and choke, uh, try to choke or try to break an arm and you're able to tap, okay? So because you're able, if I'm a boxer, I cannot train with you 100%. I cannot spar with you 100% because I will go, 
I will go either right, right. my brain damage or something will happen. The same thing goes with, with karate. The same thing goes boxing, uh, football. You cannot do it 100%. Also, it's, it's not an individual sport. When you do it 100% and you put in 100% of your stamina and uh, 100% of your technique, places where other martial arts do not take you. When I'm trying to choke you, when I'm trying to armbar you, and if you don't have, you're going to get your arm broken, you're going to pass out to do the choke. It puts your brain in places that is not been, okay? Mm-hmm. That only not helps you in the streets. It helps you in every situation. For example, I went, I, I boogie board. I went to boogie board uh, a week ago, and there were extremely high currents, extremely high waves. I was tired, but I had to keep pedaling. Jiu-Jitsu helped me going through right. that, focusing, right. okay? And it's the same thing of a kid. If you have a kid, I always put this example. If you have a kid that does not know how to make decisions, he will make the wrong decisions, or somebody else is going to make the decision for him. Mm-hmm. That easy, okay? Jiu-Jitsu will put you into a place that you will acknowledge the place that you are, acknowledge how you are. Am I breathing okay? Am I in danger? Is it okay to do this? Or it's not okay to do that. Should I move this way? Should I move that way? Oh, if I move this way, he's going to choke me or pass me or, or do something. You know what I'm saying? So, so it develops the mind, the body, and the connection between mind and body, which is extremely important. And more for kids because right now what you have is kids with a lot of energy. There is no such thing as a bad kid, okay? Mm-hmm. It's just bad systems, okay? So if we don't have good systems and the way for them to channel their energy, they're going to channel it the wrong way. And that's what's happening in the cities, okay? You go to empty, you have empty basketball courts, empty gymnasiums, you have empty, empty schools, and what do you have? Every single corner filled with kids, okay? They want to make either get busy, make money, uh, uh, trying to do something because there is no job. So that's what I'm trying to do. Come here, get tired, uh, uh, get in tune to yourself, uh, start developing skills, start developing an actual uh, self-awareness of what you want to do in life and, and, and talk to people. Right. You will face a person like me. You will face another person that is a, maybe a cop. You will face another person that is a teacher, maybe a, a yoga instructor, maybe a lawyer. The jiu-jitsu community is wide and is, is, is very diverse. Right. Is there any advice um, that you want to give for our viewers interested in doing what you do and, and patronizing your business? What advice would you give to our viewers? Um, if, if you're interested on, on, on good food, uh, Mexican culture, uh, good drinks, um, come to Clavel. It's a, it's a place that we, we put a lot of passion uh, uh, into it. Uh, and it's, it's a place that... that it belongs to our community, and, and we do it for our community as well, too, with Guardian as well, too. We, we want to impact our community, so we have a place for the city. Uh, we want to embrace our city. Uh, we want to be a highlight of the city, and, and, and we want to actual, actually highlight the, the beauty of Baltimore, which I think is, is, is a little bit of a reflection of, of, of Clavel and, and also where, where Guardian will be when, when we back and open, too. So uh, it will reflect the community. Like I said at the beginning, a restaurant is just not a place that is going to sell food. A restaurant should be a place of community and reflect the community. So if, if we have a beautiful restaurant with a beautiful um, conversations and gathering, it's a reflection of, of, of our city because uh, our city is the one that comes and eats. 
Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, so again, we're talking to Carlos Raba. Raba, yeah. Uh, Raba, yes. <laughs> uh, we're talking Clavel. We're talking Guardian, Baltimore. Um, your social media is it's Bar underscore Clavel. That is that is correct. And, and then Guardian Baltimore. Guardian Baltimore is yeah. also and that's IG. Follow both those pages. Um, website. Website barclavel uh, dot uh, and then you have guardianbaltimore.org because it's a nonprofit. Okay, and so keep going, keep going. And and, and again, uh, right now, anybody that is that is listening, uh, please. I'm in in. I'm passionate about helping kids. There's a lot of kids in Baltimore. If you have access to kids, please visit us our website. See how can you get them involved and see the difference that we can do in our community as a team, okay? We need, we need a community effort to make, to make changes in our community. It's not just a, uh, it's just, it's not a single person. It's, it's, it's all working together to making sure that the kids know that we're here for them and, and that they have the tools. And then if we don't have them, trust me, I will do my best to get them there so to provide a, a better everyday life to them. Sweet. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Carlos. Thank you. So, so again, we want to make sure I'm going to tell you, I will see you Friday. Well, if you're there, I'm coming down to the restaurant. Text Friday. me. I'll be around you. Okay. I'll make sure I'm around you. All right. I'm coming down Friday. I'll text you in around time. I'm going to bring some folks there and have some food because it's been too long. That's yes, the first please. Please do All enjoy. Right. And then I will definitely also follow up and, 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 and get some folks. I do know some kids. I'm, I'm part of this program. It's called the Grow Program. It's a mentor program, Please. and we'll definitely make something happen. So I will, I will set them up. I, I have anything they need. I need kids with energy and, and a, a will to, to come and train. All right, good deal. So I, will, I want to thank you for spending time with us thank today. You, um, it's thank been you. a pleasure, a conversation that was uh, overdue, <laughs> but, we, but we, made it, we made it happen. Yeah, I appreciate right? it. Thank you, man. I keep 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 doing what you're doing, and I want you to always uh, keep being inspired to live a rich life. Yes, I will, man. You always have to. Thank All right. you. Thanks a lot, Bye. Carlos. All right, so there you have it, folks. Special guest Carlos Raba, uh, owner, chef, entrepreneur, Clavel Restaurant, Guardian Baltimore. Um, I want to thank you for watching. I want to thank you for listening. Um, I will make sure that this link gets to Carlos so that he can share on all his platforms. This has definitely been one of, one of the best interviews I've had um, for this year, and I appreciate Carlos taking the time to talk to me. Thank you, man. Um, so until next week, once again, this is Living a Rich Life Talk Show. I'm your host, Rich James. I want you to make sure you go out and vote in November, but keep being inspired to live a rich life. Have a good night. Sir, you can folded. Whenever you started, you know to get up.